Wayne Duggan, Remax Boulder Video Podcast. Today we have Gina Weinberger from Weinberger Law here at Remax Boulder. So Gina, thanks for being here. Appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk about topics relative to our real estate world. And today's topic is what happens when you buy a property that's already got a lease on it. So let's go with that. What happens? What happens when you buy a property where there's a tenant? So so, uh, the short answer is the lease stays in effect. Okay. So the new owner will be assuming the role of landlord whether or not they want to. Um, and the important thing to, to remember is when a tenant you know, signs a lease, they acquire a real interest in property. And so when the landlord sells the property, they're selling it subject to that tenant's real interest, the leasehold interest. And so it stays in effect regardless of um, if there's a new owner or not. Okay, so a buyer owns or buys the place and they've got to either be willing to take it subject to the terms of that existing lease or potentially buy the tenant out, which that's could right. possibly happen. Right, so, and that's a, that's a very real option. And, right. and you should also look to the terms of the lease itself. It might have a provision that would allow the landlord to terminate upon a sale. Right. Um, and then that kind of changes the analysis a little bit. And leases could be like the main term is expired and then it converted to month to month. Or that's right. Or may only be a month to month. So all that stuff you got to take a look at. Yep, so. absolutely. So anyway, when you do uh, do a transfer where the lease is already on there, what kind of documentation do the, or kind of happens at the typical closing relative to the documentation of transferring the lease? You don't have to do anything really to document the transfer. The transfer happens um, if there's a lease in place. Okay. But I think the cleanest way to handle it is for there to be an assignment of the lease to the new landlord um, so everyone knows who the parties are. And the tenant also is probably going to have to get noticed that rent is going to a different location, being mailed um, to a different party. And so I think an assignment's the cleanest way to do that. And probably the best from the tenant point of view too, because it shows that something actually happened. Because right. with all the fraud issues going along today, somebody mm-hmm. could just be sending out letters, send your rent here. People might do it. So it'd be good to have all that formal documentation. That's right. That, I wasn't so, even thinking about that. Yeah. Uh, crooked mind, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then you can also during the due diligence period of the contract, you can also do estoppel certificates, um, which you know you've seen before. They just explain the the state of the lease. If anyone's in default, usually you have the actual lease attached to it, um, which gives the the buyer all of the information they need to know if if this is a good relationship. Is the tenant in default? Was the landlord in default? Um, because those could really affect a subsequent relationship. Right. And it seems like estoppel statements are awful, often overlooked in the like the, just the single family realm. But as mm-hmm. units go up bigger in size, is it more important to have those estoppel statements in place? Oh, absolutely. With larger, okay. with like an apartment building, right. absolutely. Right. Okay. And then uh, one of the things that um, happens at the closing also is um, need to prorate the rent and security deposits. So how does that work when you buy a place that's got a lease on it? Right, so um, this should all be clear on the settlement statement when you purchase it. If you're buying it um, mid-month and some of the rent has already been, um, you know, the rent's already been paid. Right. So um, that accounting should be clear on the settlement statement. And then of course the security deposit should be transferred to the new to the new owner, to the new landlord. and. Um, they should be complying with all of the rules, both state and local, 
about holding on to security deposits. Okay. And then so in Boulder, one of the unique things about Boulder, and I don't know of too many other places that do it, is that you have to pay interest on security deposits. Mm -hmm. So how does that work? Yeah, so you're so the the landlord on the back end when they deliver that security deposit back to the tenant is going to be on the hook for the interest. And you know, these days interest is really low, so it's not going to be something you really argue about, you know, between right. it's the key, buyer key and the doing seller. The index goes up right. and down based on rates, but it isn't much right now, but still got to remember to do it. Right. So, so you okay. do have to remember um, that you're going to be owing that money to the to the tenant at the end of the lease. So um, you might want to ask for it from the pre from the seller, mm-hmm. the previous landlord, um, to make sure that you're not paying more than than you're, okay. you really should be on the hook for. So in Boulder, there's a couple other unique things relative to this whole topic, and that's uh, rental licensing and right. smart regs and such. So what is rental licensing in Boulder, and how do we deal with that? Right. So every landlord has to have a rental license per property, and they don't transfer to a new owner. Right, so if you buy a rental property, um, you're gonna have to get a new rental license. And there's the application part, you fill it out, but you also have to get the property inspected um, and make sure that it's complying with with um, the building code and all of the rental pools. And that inspection process, I think should happen at the same time you do your home inspection. Mm-hmm. Just as a practical point, a lot of home inspectors are also authorized by the city to do these rental license inspections. And so you're going to save some time and money. And then, you know, from a realtor perspective, at some point you're going to be negotiating issues. You might as well negotiate right. this at the same time. And then the other thing coming up in Boulder right now is uh, smart regs. Right. So you want to say what smart regs are? Yeah. So, so the city of Boulder um, has energy efficiency standards on rental properties, and um, you need to have your rental property inspected to make sure it complies or meets these efficiency standards. And if it doesn't, um, you know, this they're going to work with you and figure out what you need to do to get it up to compliance. But if you don't have it up to compliance by the end of this year, then you're not going to be allowed to continue it as a rental property. So that's something if you're buying a rental property, you can actually go on the City of Boulder's website and find out if they've already passed the Smart Regs compliance because okay. you only have to pass it once um, and then you're good to go. But um, if you're looking at a rental property and it's not yet Smart Regs compliant, you're going to want to negotiate that some of those items get addressed. It seems like it. the older the property is, too, the more likely you'll have issues with Smart Regs than something that was built 80s or later. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Right. Well, that presented a few issues for buying property with a lease on it, but then a couple of unique issues for Boulder, Colorado, because I know Longmont doesn't have uh, the rental licensing and other municipalities right. around us don't have that. So unique for Boulder. So thanks for sharing. Yeah. Any, anything else you'd like to add? No, this was great. Thanks for having me. Okay. Uh, how about if somebody wants to contact you about this, give them your contact information. Sure. So my phone number is 720-588-9830, and you can email me at gina at ginaweinbergerlaw.com. Gina, thanks for being here today. Thanks, Appreciate Mike. it. Dwayne Duggan, the Max Boulder Video Podcast, signing off.